0: Young men, whether or not you've embraced fatherhood yet, it's clear you're here because you seek more. You have this burning desire to
1: provide, sacrifice, and leave a lasting legacy. Join us as we encourage and empower young men to take up the mantle of fatherhood and become more than what the world expects from them. Welcome to the Forming Fathers podcast
0: hello and welcome to the forming fathers podcast my name is zach blodgett and i'll be your host forming fathers is all about empowering young men giving them an option a reason to embrace fatherhood and today in studio in my office i have a unique guest with me today my father robert blodgett is with me by trade he is in the insurance industry He's also written a book. He's an author of Family First, Tales of a Working Father. We'll get to that later. And by calling, he's a father to four children. And yes, I am one of them. So why am I talking to my dad here today? There's actually a really interesting story. So stick around. Um, But for now, I want to talk a little bit about your journey to becoming a father. So dad, if you want to talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, thanks, Zach. This is pretty amazing, right? I mean, this is yeah. really cool. You know, <clears throat> being a father is, you know, pretty amazing calling for sure. And can be scary for a lot of people too. But it started out with me and your mom, of course. We couldn't even have kids. It took a while for us. In fact, at one point, we actually thought we were going to adopt kids because we didn't think we could actually have our own. And then you came along, our first. And I am first of, as you know, you have three brothers, so... And hmm. life changed pretty quickly. And, and I think that was always something I always wanted to be a father. But and, and having a big family has been, in hindsight, just real blessing. But at the same time, you know, it's it's challenging, of course. People do get kind of thinking, wow, that's that's a lot to take on. I have, you know, I have a career. I have things that I want to get done in life. But I, I tell you, it's been so rewarding in, in, over time. And your mom and I have been really, our lives are, I always tell people I'm a pretty wealthy person and it doesn't necessarily have to do with the money. It's it's the, the family that we've created and of course with you and, and, and your family as well. So it's been quite a journey. But it did start with the fact that, gosh, maybe I would not even be able to have kids. And that was for some time. And when we did talk about adoption, it was like, wow, okay, I guess that might be the road that we need to go. But as it turned out, no, we, di- we didn't. And, and after you were born and your three brothers after that, even after the four of you guys were, were born, I mean, there's been many things in life that we've had to walk through as far as being really involved in, in family. I, I will say, I think it started... You know, I had I was fortunate because, you know, even my dad was really a big influence on me because he spent so much time on investing himself in my life. And so it was that was kind of something that I as I as I became a father, I used him a lot as a model Hmm. because I felt like he was really good about being involved with. You know, your aunt, my sister, and that made a difference. I saw how being a good, involved father and how that can really influence a person. It influenced me. So when I became a father over time, it was, I knew that based upon how my dad treated us, to be involved with your kids was so critical, not just to be a good dad, but just it was, it was, it brought a lot of fruits for being a, a, you know, a family that was close, that we were able to really, as, as, as you boys were, grew up, we were able to really kind of stay close and, and, and sure. I wasn't, you know, there's always things you would, as you look back, you think maybe I would have done this differently or that differently. One thing I, I do think we did that I learned from my dad was stayed really involved and, and, and paid close attention to the lives that each of you and your brothers were doing as you were growing up.
0: Was that <clears throat> was that normal back in his day to be involved? No, it
1: wasn't. That's why my my dad I, I attribute a lot to him because even, you know, in that generation, not as much. <clears throat> and my dad was but yet I I can tell you, you know, growing up, if I was involved in any kind of event at school or, you know, any struggle I might have, my dad was always there. He was very consistent. He was always a person I could rely upon. He worked really hard. He had a job that he had to drive an hour each way to get to. But I never felt like I was second seat. I always Mm. felt like for my dad, he was he put us first. He he did, and yet, the unique thing in what I did learn, he's he he did really well in his job. People really liked him at work. I remember going to visit with him. He worked for American Airlines, and we would go to the airport, and people all knew Bob Blodgett. They all knew who he was, and they all really liked him. So my dad did really well at his job, and yet I never felt like the job took away from the family. I felt actually. It was part of him, and and yet he still found ways to be involved in our family to the point where I felt really special, you know, growing up. I always felt that he honored my sister and I quite a bit based upon the time he spent with us. And, you know, even if I talked to him, it was always... He he was interested, you know, it wasn't just a, a flyby comment. He would be, he would listen to things I would say. He would ask mm. me questions. I knew he wasn't making it up. He was really interested in what was going on in my life. And so he didn't need to teach me anything about being a father. I I just kind of watched him, you know, as I, as I began to get older and, and watch how he treated us. And then when, You know, life changes and all of a sudden then it's me becoming the father. I remember a lot of the the lessons that I picked up from my dad about how he treated me and tried to pass those on to yourself and, and to your brothers. Never perfection. I don't think anybody can claim that. But I do know I, probably the one ingredient was that I could I always knew how much he loved me and how much how important he was to me. I also knew there were a lot of people that didn't have a dad like that, which, quite honestly, sometimes you know is like, well, really, why, why, why not? But I guess I wouldn't say necessarily was unique, but he he definitely took time, mm. and I, I took that to heart. I, I, I knew I'd like to think I turned out okay, so I thought. Okay, that's a formula that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it works to be okay. I'll be. I, I, I need to be involved with with my kids then when that time comes, because you know, because it works for me, and I, I think it will work
0: when it's my time to become a dad too. I think so. I think that's a good segue to. Yeah, there was a formula, <clears throat> a formula that he did have, and then I, I talked about this earlier, but Family First was the book that you wrote. And it seems like it was based on a lot of the principles and ways your dad, my grandpa, led the family. Is that right? Yeah,
1: definitely. I think I wanted to, to write the book. You know, this was after the four of you were born. And we'd already gone through some difficult times. We, You know, your second brother, we he almost died. He had to be life lighted at an early age, at six weeks. Mm-hmm. Because he had RSV and he almost died. We he was in the hospital for three weeks. And I don't know if it necessarily changed me, but it certainly emphasized how critical life can be and how quickly it can change. And don't ever take it for granted, you know. So yeah. but when I I decided I, I wrote family first because I saw that the, the whole the whole idea of trying to place family as a real priority was tending to to lean more towards, well, that's a woman's issue. That's a mom's issue. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Because as a father, like, no, I, I also wanted to be involved with the family. And, and it was important for kids, and particularly having four sons, to see that it's absolutely masculine and important for a man to be involved with their family at an early age from the get-go. I also, you know, as as a working father too, it's like my career is important to me too. So I didn't want to give that up either. And I think it was important that the reason I came about, like I want to write about the fact that if to be a really, to be a good father also means being a good employee. It also means being committed to your employer who is there to also help you with financially sustaining your family. Mm. And it's to say, you know, back then it was work-life balance, but it, it, you know, it had to go both ways. And I wrote the book thinking that, yeah, it's about managing your time. It's about managing how you work. So for instance, we wanted to try to get home for, you know, dinner with, with you guys at the time but if the job called for it you know there were times that i i would have to come in at either at night or on a weekend and that was that was okay because i knew the commitment that the employer had with me also was that the flexibility was there both sides so that was really important and i wanted to i wanted to write the book to to show people that there are fathers out there that emphasize the importance of having Family first as a priority doesn't mean you're putting your job second or that Mm -hmm. you're not working hard or you're not willing to, you know, burn the midnight oil. If if there's a product launch, it's okay. I'll be
0: there. That doesn't change at all. Yeah. It seems like people have this like visceral reaction when they hear, oh, I'm family first. They think, got it. Okay. Not a good employee. But that's not, that's not the case that you made. Not at all. No, it's quite the opposite. You know, it's like I I
1: wanted you boys also to see that, hey, it's just as important to be the guy that's that's willing to put in that extra effort. You know, that's important. That's a good, valuable quality to have and it should be celebrated. And so working hard is just as important. But then it also, you need to put that emphasis as well on the family also. And so when I, I, I was in at the time... I was in public relations and I thought, I really want to talk about this because I didn't feel that men in particular had that kind of platform to talk about the importance of putting family first. I would say there was even a bit of fear that, gosh, if you did that, it might sound as though that you're not really a hard worker or you're not willing to be committed to your to your job or to your project or whatever it might be. And I I absolutely took that to task. Totally disagreed with that Mm -hmm. because I was a hard worker. I am a hard worker and that had nothing to do with it. At the same time, it's like I I wore my family on my sleeve. It's like, yeah, I've got four boys and these are my family. My wife are extremely important to me. So you bet. But I'm also, so is my job. And, And you can have... Both of those things can be a commitment that you are resolved to support. And so that's a lot of reason why I, I came about about writing the book because I wanted to be able to talk about it and and to to share some of the things that I had gone through and in the hope that other men, other other fathers would see that, okay, I can do that too. I you know it's doable. And not only is it doable, but it's so rewarding. you know, we can work. A lot and, and make as much money as you want, but I'll tell you. I mean, I think the rewards come in many different ways other than just money. It just, it just did, you know. And here we are now talking to you with your own family. I think it worked. Mm-hmm. I think, I
0: think it worked. I'd say so. Yeah, and and now twenty years <laughs> later, because what you wrote this in twenty twelve mm-hmm. or no, sorry, two thousand two. 2002. 20 years later, your book is published. We're sitting here in this little outdoor office. It's (laughs) breezing outside. My kids are asleep. And this is the official kickoff for the Forming Fathers movement, which is, in a way, me taking up your mantle of, you know, the family first, Tales of a Working Father. And so now I'm trying to tackle today's problems i think you tackled the problems of your days and now i see new ones but also interesting interestingly some ones that have kind of tagged along today so isn't
1: it kind of like yeah it's 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 very surreal to to be sitting here and talking to you about this you know as my son but you know grown successful person in 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 your own industry and, and the things that you've done and yet it seems like what my father passed on to me is now being passed on to you. Three generations. That's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. And That's, it's and it's also, I think, an interesting perspective in the book because, you know, Papa, he his job was career at American Airlines for what? 30 years. 30 years. 30
1: plus years.
0: You bounced around from some high profile companies yeah. and yeah. started your own business and now I mean, I'm early on, but been at a couple companies now at a hyper growth startup. So it's like very interesting different companies, but the same grounding principle of family first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that has not led to any of us being unsuccessful. No. Which is, which is the interesting part. And that's, that's like kind of the, the reason why I want this, why, why I want to do forming fathers, because I think it's important to show young men, specifically young men that you can you can have it all in a way. You got to sacrifice for sure, but you can have the family and the job and you know all the the glamour of that, and you'll find more purpose.
1: I agree, Zach. I think you know it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's, it, it, it's amazing. I think mm, society, even back when I was writing the book, and particularly today, there's a bit of a, a, a fear that sets in for some. Some particularly men or, or that are looking at their lives thinking, you know, being a, a father, that's a lot of sacrifice or yeah. or my gosh, I'm going to give up a really good career or or Lord, I, I'm not going to make any money. But I think, you know, we're also, you know, take a chance. And I think the fact that you and I are sitting here is proof positive that it, it not only can work, but it has, you know, we've we, we have evidence of that it works really well your 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 brothers yourself are doing well and i think because we we did your mom and i really focused on ensuring that that, that our family was was critical to our uh, as we grew i think for today any young man husband husband to be Potentially thinking about a father, it's like, I want them to know that it's so, you know, go for it, do it, it can be done, it, it, it's, it takes commitment, but it's it brings so much more reward than yeah. the sacrifice, in my opinion. It's just the sacrifice itself is, you know, don't look at it that way. It It creates, in my opinion, it makes you a better, even a better employee because you become quickly selfless. You know, when you become a parent, as you know, it's not about you anymore. It's about your spouse and or and, and your kids. I mean, it really changes you. It sure does. <laughs> and so when you go to work and you've got employees that work for you or you work for others, then you already have this mentality of, of selflessness, of serving others. Yes. That's yeah. how you are as a father and that's what you bring to the workplace. And it
0: makes you so valuable. And I I think deep down, men know this. Men know that they need to sacrifice and long for that. I just don't think people are giving them it. They're not pushing them towards that saying like, yes, this is actually what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Because we'll just, the world will keep on pushing the message of, no, what you want is comfort. But I, I don't think that's what a man's heart is desiring. So yeah, sacrifice, work is challenging, having a family is challenging but it's, it's rewarding. And I think that's, that's really what I was seeking. And what I, what I believe after talking to lots of my friends and family and other young men and seeing them, they also want deep down, or they don't say it.
1: No, I I think you're right. I mean, I think some of my biggest, you know, the times I feel most rich are, are when, you know, we're stuffed around a table at Sunday dinners and telling trivia stories and I won't even get into the, some of the jokes you used to tell, but, it, you know, it, it brought a lot of joy around him and that's when I felt, you know, I made it. This is life. This is good. We yeah. did it. We, You know, I did it and, and and it was because of, I, you know, made that choice to become, a, you know, a father and, and your mom is, is a wonderful partner in all of this that we share. So, yeah, I, I hope that as you, Move forward in, in this in this project. It, you carry on that mantle that I don't know if I'd say I started it, but even back with your grandfather, it's, it's like yeah, it's a continuation. It's it's a generational thing. Let's let's make this happen. You know, let's yeah, make it happen. It's Definitely unique, unique story.
0: So. Yeah, it is great.
1: So tell me when what what in your mind? How do you see founding fathers progressing? What is your vision?
0: My, my main mission, I, I looked at everything that's out there. I looked at the other podcasts, videos, YouTube, social. People are doing a great job of targeting men, fathers. I didn't see a lot of people targeting young men and young fathers. And not only targeting them to provide something, like I didn't see any community, encouragement, steps, for sure there's there's plenty of things out there for if you're a if you're not a great husband or if you want to succeed in your career, take these steps, sure. But what about those what about those people in those those men in college, just out of college, I'm thinking like eighteen to thirty year olds mm-hmm. eight, between eighteen and thirty in fatherhood, trying to find purpose in life. Maybe you're a young father and you don't have a sense of community because all your buddies are single or you know, just Living the life, and you know, to each their own. But there's there's no sense of community. So my goal is to provide young men that are not fathers a path forward, and to reach the hand out and say, we're here to show you what it's like to be a father, and why you should, and why you probably know you want to, why you know you should, yeah. but you just want someone to tell you. So that's part one, and then the other part is to young fathers you're not alone. There are some of us out there. I know in today's world, it's becoming less and less. You look at the data out there, but there we're here. And I, I think providing that community, I would want that. I seek that. I, f- I find people at the companies I work at that are in similar stages of life than I am. And I'll you know, make that connection over having kids. Mm-hmm. I'm in the rare 330 fatherhood club nowadays. So you know, if I can if I can help both of those groups and then what's great is they can help each other, right? Yeah. The young fathers help the young men and there's just this sense of um, like servant leadership. I just – I think I want to build a community. I want them to know that they have a place, know that they have people that they can lean on. And then, yeah, maybe down the road, you know, build out – how to guides, like as simple as it might sound, like for the younger men who just have no idea what it's like. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm sure you, but when I when I had Max, my my oldest, you just don't know what to expect until you become a dad. You just you just <laughs> like the truth is you don't know until you. Have a kid. You do not know. Like, no matter how much someone tries to say, like, oh, I kind of get it no You don't. Like until you have a kid, you just don't know, <laughs> and it's not your fault, but you don't know. <laughs> and so, just maybe a guide of like here's what you can expect and and that you're still gonna have a lot of unexpected things, but at least here's like somewhat of a guide because there's plenty of, like you said earlier, there's plenty of things for moms as there should be. There's not a lot for young dads. There's really not. So that's, that's kind of what I'm, I'm hoping to do with this.
1: That's a really awesome thing. I mean, it obviously makes me proud and it's pretty amazing. I still pinch myself about, wow, look at where we're at now. I didn't think Back when I wrote my book, or even when I listened to my dad, but here we are. What mm. Max will do someday, maybe. I know what. You know, if someone's listening to this podcast for the first time, what what would you say you would have them do immediately? What would be a next step for them
0: that you would want them to do? <sighs> this might sound cliche, but I would just really think about what you truly want in life. Is it really money? is it really success take your thought to its logical conclusion of if i get that promotion then i'll get more money if i get more money then i will spend it on that thing if i spend it on that thing then i will be happy and then play that out and see if see if that end vision is truly what would make you happy what would what would bring you purpose i shouldn't say happy what would what would fulfill you so as a step 1 think about that think about it pray about it whatever and and then consider the possibility of doing something hard and sacrificial and you know you can what I did was I thought about okay what do I want to be when I'm 80 I want to have so other papa papa Hank who passed away like how many years ago 2013 while while ago he died with all of his kids grandkids 19, grandkids, 19 yeah. grandkids around his bed and when I think of wealth when I think of success I'm like dang that's that's what I want so I would take away I would do two things one is really think about those things you're going after right now and then ask yourself is that is that really worth it And if it is then great you've you've found it congrats but I, I have a feeling you're going to that that's not going to be the case. Mm-hmm. So then I'd like you to consider and just feel like, what do you feel when you think about the idea of being surrounded by people that love you? Not because they're to get their cut of the will when you're dead, but because they, you meant something to them. You, you touched them. And for me, that's my wife and I, Haley, we talk about that all the time. It was just being grandparents. And then like our are I know, I'm like under 30 talking about this, but but it's true, so I would do that, and just really consider it, be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and and I, I feel like some people also might be some men might be also feeling like maybe they're in a way trapped into a, a certain lifestyle, and they're like, oh, well, I can't think of that, I can't really make that change, but just do yourself a favor and and at least humor the idea. So, so Zach, do you, you, you want people to start? You want, particularly young
1: men, you want young men to take stock of their life, right? I mean, in in some respect, and then decide what is it that. that how do you measure? I don't know, measure. I don't, know, I don't want to say measure success. Not everybody's meant to have a family. I get that. Yeah, but I also think that take you know taking that that don't be afraid to do it either. I mean, don't let society lull you into to think that, uh, gosh, if you have kids, then that's pretty much it. It's over. It's actually the right. opposite. It's the other way around, right? It's, it's, it's about you want to be rich? Yeah. Having a loving family surrounding you, that'll make you
0: really wealthy. Yeah, it will. I think your point about fatherhood's not for everyone. I think if you're listening to this, if for some reason you stumbled upon this podcast, that you're questioning it. And so I'm not here to say like oh maybe fatherhood is not for you. Fatherhood is for you. You're here, you're listening to this, you're curious. Mm-hmm. I really think you need to take inventory of what you want in life.
1: Totally agree. I mean it's it, in my mind you're not going to regret it. You know, I look at my life now, you know, the uh, dinners at our house is full. Yeah. You know, it's 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 full of a lot of laughter But it's also the times when, you know, we have to go through some challenging time and we're all, we all stick stick together. It's, and I'd like to think a lot of that has to do with the fact that if you prioritize your family from the get-go, then that's the reward that you end up with is this this blessing of having a a very tight-knit family that you can always, things are all uh, not perfect. Of course, you know, you run into your bumps and bruises and hiccups and families that that's what families do, Yeah, but there's always this common denominator of like, they will always be there for you. Your legacy is, is your family one day when it's time for you to leave and you will have that family to carry on. What I would hope is, you know, the things that you want the world to be a better place for. And then that does come from those that you care for and love and prioritize That'll it'll it'll come. Here we are, right? Yeah, podcast on with yourself. So do you you're, you're proof positive
0: of that. Yeah, and so maybe that's a good segue to the ending, which is, you know, if one thing I want to make clear is that I am speaking to you, young men. Like I, I don't think I don't think people do that enough, and no one's holding their hand out saying you know, come here, there is another way, or just, I'm here for you. And so, Dad, my question to you, something I want to ask guests on this show is, let me set it up first, it's hard for me not to see the growing trend of young men rejecting or postponing fatherhood for all sorts of reasons. Part of me really can't blame them. There's no one really on the other side telling them, like I said, it's worth it, You'll find meaning or, or even I invite you to consider it like no one's even saying that it's a it's it's a joke maybe if anything so in, in your mind what is the most important reason that a young man should embrace fatherhood what's in it for them
1: it's an ironic question because what's in it for them is that it's not it's not for them hmm it's it's about becoming a, a selfless servant which in reality makes you probably the best kind of human being you could possibly be because you end up existing for the purpose of serving others and not just yourself and although you can do that regardless of what in life bring what life brings to you having a family being a father immediately calls you to set aside your own needs and your own desires and put instead in those in place of those, the desires and needs of, of your children and of your spouse. And you end up in my opinion, becoming just such a better person because now you're all about others. Mm. And is that not just a wonderful way to live life and, and leave a legacy knowing that it wasn't about me, it was about those that I really loved. And regardless of any kind of money or career, or whatever you can do in life, boy, leaving a legacy like that is something that will always be remembered. And I think it's it's just a I, I would hope, I, I agree with you, Zach, it is I hope that men listening to this are 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 thinking about that. That what kind of life do you want to have? What do you, what do you want to do ten years from now? What do you want to be able to show? A nice car, a nice house? Yeah, I would too, sure. But look at us, Zachary. I mean, here we are sitting on a podcast, you know, with my son. I doubt my dad ever thought this would be possible, but yet when you think about it, the legacy my father leaves and that I pass on to you, and then you possibly, probably to Max, we're talking about a legacy of a couple hundred years at that point. Mm. Really, I mean, is there anything that you can do in life that that can surpass that? I don't think so. I don't think so. And to leave that loving legacy, to leave in the, on this earth, boy, I can't think of a better
0: a better way to live your life.
1: So I think I think it's amazing.
0: And there you have it. We hope this episode provided you with some valuable insights and inspiration for your journey, whether you are a young man considering fatherhood, not considering it, a young father looking for community. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating on whatever platform you're on, share it with someone, share it with another man that could benefit from it and check us out at formingfathers.com. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to the Forming Fathers podcast. Join our movement and community at formingfathers.com.